Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All my friends have settled down. And they seem to be more in the late Our number two, Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Monday morning. Hope everyone had a delightful weekend. And also hope that you have bundled yourselves up if you have to be out in this cold. If you're enjoying the day off, hopefully the heat is working where you are. It is cold. I think the heat is working in this building. It is just cold. It is that cold outside that it's taking a little extra heat this morning here at the uh, WBEN studios. But we, uh, we're we doing all right. Hope you are, too. Talking about, yes, impeachment. We are less than 24 hours away. And an article from CNN illustrates how during the actual trial, right, while they're in the Senate chambers, the senators will have no communication with outside the chambers. So no electronic devices are allowed in. They cannot talk to media. Media is not obviously allowed into Senate during the trial. Okay. And the senators can't talk because they're jurors. And if you've ever been a juror or been to a trial where there is a jury, the jurors do not talk. But usually that continues after the day has been dismissed, after the day of proceeding has been dismissed. Those jurors still aren't allowed to talk. The difference is tomorrow when the impeachment trial is... uh, It goes to recess for the day. The senators can grab their electronic devices. They can get in front of any microphone they want to. 
and they can break down what they thought they saw that day. And they can do that until they have to be back there the next morning. What do you think about that? Do you think these senators, they took an oath to be impartial jurors, which I actually agree with Dan. Uh, And I don't care what party you're talking about. I think to, to say that a politician, that somebody in 2020 that works in Washington, D.C., can be impartial. I, 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 can't, I could not believe anyone if they said that. If anyone in Congress or Senate could tell me they would be impartial going into this impeachment trial. Because think about you. Just think about yourself. Are you impartial when thinking about the impeachment trial? I'll be honest, I'm not. I think everyone who listens to this station knows where I stand. I can't be impartial. And those senators, all 100 of them, said they would be impartial jurors. I think we'll find out very quickly that they're not when they go right to the CNN microphone after the day has been dismissed. So that's one question for you. Another one is should they be able to do that? We're also talking about the Nancy Pelosi pen ceremony. I know it's a few days later, but I still think that is hilarious. The entire time this hearing was in Congress, we were told this was a solemn event. We were going to be, you know, it's sad. We don't want to have to do this. We didn't want to do this, even though we were talking about it during the election. Before the man was even in the White House, we were talking about impeaching him. But we didn't want to do this. And then it's a huge ceremony with smiles, high fives, pictures, all that. And then my last question, watching all of this coverage, the one thing, obviously a lot you get frustrated over, right? But the one thing that really infuriates me and should infuriate you, no matter what party you're in, if you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, if you can't stand the president, I think we could all agree that it is infuriating to see the same people The same people 20 plus years ago during the Clinton impeachment, those people, a lot of them are sitting in the same seat they were sitting in 20 years ago. I just don't think that's how our government was supposed to be run by career politicians. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. I don't really care what party you're at, you're in. But you should serve a few terms and get on with it. It should not be you getting rich off our tax dollars. I don't believe that's how it was set up. That's not how it was supposed to be. But we'll see. Oh, well, Joe Biden, didn't you say? And now to be fair to Joe Biden, he currently isn't in government. He's just running for president to get back in government. But you see, Nancy Pelosi from the 90s. Senator Chuck Schumer, who was a congressman at the time, but still was in D.C. during the Clinton impeachment. Jerry Nadler, in the exact same spot. You see, a lot of these people were doing the exact same thing 20 plus years ago. 
And they go back, well, didn't you say, I just, you know, three or four terms and then get out. We have term limits on the president. Shouldn't the people that check the president, the checks and balance of D.C., shouldn't they also have a limit? Congress, Lou said, Lou and Amherst said, four terms. Okay, yeah, eight years. I would even be okay with making congressional terms the same of presidential terms. Four years. Because the problem in today's politics, in 2020 politics, is as soon as you win a congressional seat, you are running for it again. With social media, with 24-7 news coverage, as soon as you are elected, the next day you're working on that re-election. Right away. They're not working for us. They're working so they can continue being in Congress. They can continue getting those sweet deals with the lobbyists. 803-0930, star 930. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 3930. When we come back, we will get your calls. It is Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach. Here on News Radio 930 WBEM. Joe Beamer with you in for Sandy Beach. Don't worry. Sandy returns tomorrow. And cash code off for the day. It will return tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. So charge the cell phones up. Take a day off. Tomorrow we'll be right back with the $1,000 cash code. Your chance at $1,000 every hour. Between 8 and 4. All right. Talking impeachment. Yes. Starts up tomorrow. Starts up tomorrow. Asking you, can senators be impartial? Should senators be able to talk and post on social media during the trial? And again, I don't mean during the actual proceedings. But once they go to recess for the day and they're out of those chambers, the senators who are jurors are able to do whatever they want, post on Twitter, talk to the media, be part of a panel discussion. Personally, I don't think that's right. Um, I'd like to know what you think. Also, a great article on WBEN.com by Tim Wenger giving perspective on senators being able to openly talk to media uh, during the recess of this trial. 803 0930 star 930. Let's go to Lancaster. Mary, good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to call you uh, Sandy in waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mary. The Queen has her ladies in waiting. You're, you're Sandy in waiting. Uh, Joe, uh, this, this whole thing is, uh, I have a whole different perspective on it. All the media and everybody, this tri- so called trial is supposed to start tomorrow, right, at 2 o'clock. Meanwhile, what about all the news that's happening? What about all the things that the, the president is doing? What about all the things that even these so-called senators and congressmen are doing? That is all on hold just to wait until these people walk in the room, and then they're going to wait after they're done to talk to them. No, they, they should not do a, pardon me, a damn thing about you know, they should give them as little coverage as possible. And you should just go on with, okay, all you have to announce is say the trial is going to start tomorrow. In the meantime, this is what's going on in the world. Now, look at 
even our, you, I, I hate to keep saying this, but your station is guilty of this. Look what's happening in New York State. Senator Gallivan is, has a petition against these, uh, you know, the, the, what do you call this, bail law, okay? And Mickey Kearns, uh, you know, the Erie County clerk, has ongoing legislation. Why don't you cover the process, the progress of that, and who's behind this, back these people? There's there's a struggle for um, Collins' seat. You know, there are... Why don't they, why don't you discuss? Oh, and, and don't worry, Mary. We will be talking about that. Meantime, why don't you do something now? I'm sick of hearing this. And then this this doctor from this, this morning, the 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 children are dying, you know, from uh, this respiratory or they're gravely ill because of this uh, respiratory disease. Why don't you cover more of that? Why don't you cover stuff like what what can people do? You know, I called and I. I had a big runaround because I heard that doctor, and I called and I called the the children's hospital, and I said, "Why doesn't why didn't that doctor just say, in the meantime, if your child has before your child gets really ill, why don't you just put a vaporizer in the room? Why didn't that doctor say that? He's talking about washing hands and all this stuff, and the old remedy people, you know, mothers used to do, put a vaporizer in the room. If your kid's having trouble breathing." He's got a cold. Put a vaporizer. And the girl at children says, "Well, that they can't give things like that. Go to your primary care. Why the hell don't they just give real reasons, real health reasons?" And why didn't Susan or somebody ask him, "Well, what about you know, what can people do at, at home if their child is sick now? What can they do before taking them to the hospital? Before they get so bad, they have to go to the hospital." And then he could have said, "Well, put a vaporizer in the room." That would have been the simplest thing, but he could not give that advice. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that makes me sick. People are sick of listening to, and then when you do have an announcement, you say something, you just say, go to our, for the rest of the story, go to our website. Who gives a crap about your website? You're a news station. You're supposed to, why don't you just, when you report the news, say what it is. Don't say read more or look at more. What if people don't have a device or they don't have access to it? If they can listen to you say what the heck the thing was. That, that's the whole thing. People are getting so sick of this. Go to your website. I, I, Mary, Mary, I, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, I will pass those concerns um, to the newsroom. And, and you're right. We, we are talking a lot about the impeachment. And we have to look at it this way. I think it's split. I think a lot of people out there want to talk about impeachment, and then you have, obviously, a vocal part that doesn't want to talk as much about impeachment, but it is, right now, the number one thing going on in the country, and it's something that's been set up for months. I mean, we've been talking about this for months, and now it's in the trial stage, and I think a lot of people have different views of it, and and is more... Every day is a development. So there's more and more to this. There's more and more to this impeachment every day that people want to comment on. You had the Nancy Pelosi ceremony. You had the senators taking an oath to be impartial. Now, to me, that's ridiculous that all 100 senators could say they are going to be impartial. Ridiculous enough that I thought it would make a good, co- a good topic for today's show, setting up for tomorrow. 
803-0930, star 930. Let's go to Daryl in Medina. Daryl. Good morning, Joe. I got. I just had the stupidest thought. When you'd have to back check this. When supposedly the president was holding out the money to the Ukraine and all that stuff, was Biden a what uh, declared candidate at that point? When what? Was he a was Biden a declared candidate? Well, I'm not sure, Daryl, but he wasn't running against the president. Well, you know what I'm you know what I'm trying to pin down, though. Yes, is the fact that if he was just Joe Citizen, there see there the way they've expressed what I've way it's always been you know through all this this rigmarole. It's it's been expressed that he was a candidate. I don't think he was a candidate at the time because remember he he hemmed and hawed around about it. he didn't know if he wanted to do it and you know the whole nine uh, whole nine yards and I think he was a Joe citizen if he is that would then that kind of blows that whole that whole section of the thing out of the right out of the thing because of just because of the dates of supposedly the day that he committed it and the day that he that biden became a candidate uh, are very important all right daryl thank you that is something to look at but i think even if he was a candidate he was not running against the president and that was the point i made from the beginning donald trump still isn't running against joe biden the Democrats haven't picked who is running against Joe Biden. So if you think as far of what the president did was a crime, I think you're, you're missing out there because Joe Biden and Donald Trump have yet to run against each other. He, at this point, is not his political foe. I am late for news. Here's Randy. Welcome back. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Whoa, did I have a weird experience over the last 15 minutes? You ever have this? Just sitting there, uh, was putting something together on the computer before coming back from the last break. And all of a sudden, all I could see were stars 
like I was about to faint or pass out. And it just hung around until I'd say maybe three minutes ago, it finally started going away. But it was the weirdest, weirdest thing. It was just a bunch of stars that, you know, like if you uh, rub your eye, when when you first are done rubbing your eye, you get all those stars. It was like that. And it wasn't going away. It was really a weird experience. But I'm back now. Back now. I can see just fine. Glad you're there, too. We're talking impeachment here on WBEN. Yes, the trial starts tomorrow. I want to know, do you think the senators can stick to the oath they took? They said they'll be impartial jurors. Do you believe that? And should they be able to talk to the media? Should they be able to tweet once they're out of the chambers of Senate? And then, yes, term limits. All I've seen since this impeachment started were congressmen, congresswomen, senators from the 90s during the Clinton impeachment saying one thing and then that same person saying it now in the same position during the Trump impeachment. Personally, I think that's ridiculous. We need some kind of term limits. Because you have the same people running Washington that were running Washington in the 90s. Personally, I think that's just not how it was supposed to be. You're not supposed to be getting rich off the taxpayers. You go there, you do some work, and then back to the private sector. 803-0930, star 930. Amy in Williamsville will kick off this segment. Amy, good morning. Hey, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. Amy, I'm doing well. What do you got for us? Oh, first of all, I thought of you because um, you eat that, what is it, PB2? Yeah, the uh, the peanut butter. I like it. Yeah, and you said it was going to be uh, discontinued somewhere? Well, uh, it, a certain warehouse store I go to, and they had a coupon for it, and I was like, dang, I wish I could buy that for them and just send it over there. The, the thing is, so I used to just pick it up at Tops because, amongst all things, I'm lazy, and Tops is right next to my apartment. But it's no longer available at Tops, so I have to either get it on Amazon or or the warehouse place you saw it. Uh, okay. Well, okay. First of all, I saw. Um, first of all, nobody can be impartial in this because, let's face it, I watch um, Fox News a lot, and. Uh, Chris Wallace's show yesterday, Hakeem Jeffries was on. I don't know if he's congressman for us or New Jersey. I can't remember. He is, I believe, from downstate, yes. He was tap dancing around everything Chris Wallace was asking, and then they showed him, like, side-by-side view of how happy they were at this so-called solemn, you know, as the pens are being passed around and all the happy faces of, like, Maxine Waters and everything. Amy, it's funny. I have that clip to play because I thought it was also funny him saying there was no joy as they're side-by-side showing him, like you said, the smiles, the pictures, the uh, the entire ceremony was this joyous occasion. It's like, hello, what, 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 were we just looking at the same thing? And I have always been a fan of term limits. Um, and I don't, I don't. These people are archaic. Nancy Pelosi should not be there anymore. 
I'm sorry. She shouldn't. Maxine Waters, all these people, they shouldn't be there anymore. I mean, from what I, I mean, I took American Government One back when I went back to school and Trump was elected. And from what I've read of the Constitution, yeah, there's a presidential term limit, but it seems like when it comes to senators and congressmen, oh, yeah, they could run every two years, but there's no actual limit as to when they can stop. Right, so they have to then waste our time while they're in Congress running for re-election just so when they get re-elected, they can start that re-election campaign again. But I do love, real quick, before I go, uh, I saw this uh, on Fox News. Uh, I think her name is Senator McSally. When asked a question about something, uh, about, you know, how they're going to run things, she's like, I'm not talking to you. You're, you're, you're. She called him a liberal hack, the CNN reporter. I love that. And she was unapologetic for it. And I was like, yeah, you go, girl. She was so unapologetic, she's actually making shirts for her re-election campaign that say, you're a liberal hack. I love it. All right, Amy, thank you for the call. That's Amy in Williamsville. Yeah, to the term limit point, could someone tell me what the benefits of not having term limits? If you are not in politics, okay, you are not the politician, what are you as the citizen, as the constituent of that district, what are your benefits of that person not having term limits? Because, because I don't see it. I see the benefit to us, the voter, the taxpayer, I see the benefit to us to have that term limit. So it's not the same old worn out message for 20, 30 plus years. 803-0930, star 930. Before we go to break, this is what Amy was talking about. This is the clip on uh, Chris Wallace yesterday on Fox News Sunday. Final question, and that is House Speaker Pelosi, who's been saying for weeks that she takes no joy in the impeachment of Donald Trump. She used the words that you've used, solemn, uh, solemn sober, serious. Here she is. This is a very serious matter, and we take it to heart in a really solemn way. Which is why even some Democrats were surprised to see the ceremony where she signed the articles of impeachment, handing out pens like it was a celebratory bill signing. And as we can see from these pictures here, all the participants look pretty happy. Doesn't that blow a hole in your narrative that the Democrats aren't enjoying uh, the, uh, the, the impeachment and the effort to remove this president. I was at that ceremony, and there was no joy well, uh, we, in we that just ceremony. Saw the, we just saw the pictures, Congressman. There was no joy in that ceremony. And from the very beginning uh, through the end, Speaker Pelosi has been clear that we are going to proceed in a very serious and solemn and sober fashion. We don't dislike this president. Uh, we work with this president on criminal justice reform. I did personally on the First Step Act. We work with this president to pass the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. We work with this president to fully fund the government. But you've also we been talking dislike... about impeachment, a lot of your members, since he took the oath of office. We don't dislike Donald Trump, but we do love America. We do love democracy. We do love the Constitution. And in America, no one is above the law. 
not even the president of the United States. George Washington, in his farewell address, said the Constitution is sacredly right. obligatory upon all. That means everyone. Congressman Jeffries, thank you. Thanks for your time today. Wait a minute. No one's above the law. That's not the. Is that the first I've heard that? What an original thought. Nobody's above the law. I can't remember where I've heard that before. No one is above the law, not even the president of the United States. Nobody is above the law. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. No one is above the law, not even the president of the United States. No one's above the law. No one is above the law. That no person is above the law. Nobody should be above the law. Nobody should be above the law, including the president of the United States. Such, such an original thought. No one's above the law. I thought they. I thought people were. I thought there were people out there above the law. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. If you're on hold, we will get to you after this on WBEN. It's Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach, and you know this is why I like to share things with the audience because if I say something, most of you on the text board will text me, or a few of you will text me what you think that was. And I mentioned the, the second segment of this hour, I got all these stars mostly in my, uh, in my eyes and it wouldn't go away until like 1035. It was there for a good 13, 14 minutes. Some, uh, a few of you say that it's a optical migraine. They don't last long and don't hurt. That was one text. A few other people said that's what it could be. And then one person just said, low on sugar. Well, I have only had a rice cake with peanut butter so far today. So maybe that's what it was. Also, to an earlier call's point, uh, and then someone texted this. The complaints about in the news wrap, it says go to WBEN.com. Think of it this way. Back in the day, a news wrap could only have so much information in it, right? Now, that information is still there that it would have been 15 years ago. But now with the internet and having a website to go to, you can have an in-depth look at that story. So it's not leaving anything out of the rap. That rap would have sounded the same before the internet. What it's doing is now offering a more in-depth, more in-depth coverage that you wouldn't have had if it wasn't for the internet, that you know we couldn't do before the internet. So, to that point, there you go. WBEN.com, you can get everything there, and you get what you hear here on the station, but you get in-depth coverage of it, which is great. There are positive benefits to the internet. Instead of everyone always complaining about what the internet's taken away, there are positives to it. A lot more in-depth coverage, a lot more information out there. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go to North Tonawanda and talk to Joe. Joe, good morning. Hey, Joe. Yeah, good morning. Um, you know, you're, you're on to something and that uh, term limits have been talked about for as long as I can remember in my adult life. And that is something that should be just swept in universally across the country for everybody that uh, is in any kind of political office with with the addition that when you leave, you know, don't let the door hit you on the way out. But uh, no, no lifetime insurance policies, no lifetime 
uh, health care and all this sort of thing. They come in, do their job, four years, uh, and then out they go. And then they've got to wait four years if they want to come back to the office. Maybe they've developed some new ideas or some other things they'd like to institute, but they got to get voted back in the same way. That, that I think, is a given. But the idea I came up with a few years back, I wrote a column about it, if they had a situation where anybody that is a politician in any office, in any state, any city or town, does something that disgraces themselves or their office, is illegal, like, say, Chris Collins. And that guy, I would have taken a bullet for that guy, okay? But he's convicted, out he goes. Anybody that does something like that, the runner-up, who, who came in second place in the election, takes over the job. And what that would do is it would send a shockwave of fear through every politician that now screwing around or getting caught like that uh, the guy from New York City that was the biggest thief, uh, Silverberg, or what was his name? I can't think of it. I'm not sure the case you're talking about, Joe. Um, well, a- any of these politicians that get caught with a, like a criminal, um, the criminal thing, a criminal case, and they're convicted, when they remove them from office, a lot of times they get to pick who succeeds them. And the real punishment should be you're out, the guy that came in second place, just like in the Miss America pageant, the runner-up, if for any reason uh, Miss America can't conclude her duties for, for the year that she's won the pageant, the runner-up takes over. Well, if a guy is a politician and he's embezzling money or stealing or doing whatever he's doing that's wrong and he gets ousted, the second-place guy should get his job. In that level, so in, in sh- hold on, Joe. So in short, Nate McMurray would be the congressman in NY twenty seven right now. In that scenario, that's that would be a perfect example, and that's what should be going on right this second. Then he runs as the incumbent, and if he wants to bring up the fact, well, your last Republican you elected, this is what you got, and here I'm, I hope to do better. But he still gets to, he has to go through the next election, and the same thing hangs over his neck. That if he screws up in any criminal way, he's out and whoever came in second place in his election. And, but that, right across the board, that would make the, that politician fear not just, you know, like, okay, I'm going to jail, but I, my, my party loses a seat in whatever office I'm in, in the Senate, in Congress, as a mayor, whatever it is. Uh, that's, that would be the, um, I think, the, the best single action that America could take to clean up politicians is the fear of letting second place take over their job because it turns out you're a crook. Well, Joe, and also locally, the example I gave you, it saved us a little bit of money for that special election. Yeah, this special election thing, that should come out of the guy's pension. This guy's still going to get um, you know, his pay and his pension. All the while that, that Chris Collins, they first say, for example, he was denying everything and saying, my day in court, I'll get cleared. He runs for re-election. And the idiots of Western New York re-elect him, even though he's under indictment. Yep. But, okay, he's not convicted yet. But the, the, the amount of money that's wasted on all that, nothing gets done anymore. It's Politics have become like the WWF or, the, you know, like wrestling back in the 70s when people used to think it was real. And they go, oh, my God. Big, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Can't lad. The WWE's not real? Uh, politics is so uh, so out of control. There's nothing gets done anymore. All right, Joe, we got it. We got a news break. Thank you for the call. That is Joe in North Tonawanda. All right. By the way, the Chris Collins uh, sentencing, we had some in-depth analysis 
yesterday on Hardline, the first hour. That, available at WBEN.com. Hey, when we come back, we're going to switch gears here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 